Good morning. Good morning. You braved everything and you came out on Christmas Day. It's awesome. Some of us haven't slept yet. <laughs> Tired, exactly. You can hear the wind as it blows through the trees. Leaves rustle, branches bend and creak. Snow falls on the mountainside as rain falls in the valley below. This is Christmas in California. Can you hear it? In the Bay Area, there are any number of holiday sounds, from music on the streets to the BART train itself. We're enfolded in the sounds of the season. Maybe you find yourself turning the dial of your car radio, pressing that button, K-O-I-T, <laughs> your Bay Area Christmas station. Springsteen, Mariah Carey, Bing Crosby, do they know it's Christmas time at all? The news, however, is a cacophony of noise rather than music. Many don't want to hear this at Christmas. So much politics. The environment is a horrifying mess. Children are in cages. Dare we to listen? How can any news like this be good news? Christmas news. We long for good news. How else are we to find that ever-elusive holiday spirit? Then it occurs to me, as I listen, that I've got this Christmas thing all turned around again. Jesus was actually born into this kind of noise. John calls him a light in the darkness. I like to think of Christ as music in the noise. Jesus is the tune we need to hear, but there is so much noise and so many other tunes. Maybe you're familiar with this old Christmas lyric. Herod the king in his raging charged he hath this day his men of might in his own sight all young children to slay. Jesus was born into this kind of mess. Jesus knows what you're going through. God does not forsake us. God gets involved. That's who God is, the one who is involved, Emmanuel, God with us, not standing idly by. When things get rough, God gets fleshy. God enters the fray. When things go terribly wrong, that's the precise moment that God is born. God is born, always born into hard times. That's the simple truth of this morning. Into the cruelty of empire or the absurdity of oppression, God is born. God simply cannot shy away from the difficulties of life. God is with us in the mess, in the struggle, in the fear and frustration, in the politics, and even in your own family drama. The light enters every kind of darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. Every kind of darkness, every kind of noise, there is always music. 
always attuned to hear, attuned to play, and sometimes, sometimes, as we heard in our scripture reading from Hebrews this morning, those tunes changed. In May of this year, my tune changed. Some of you might know this already. I know a few of you do. And for those of you who don't, well, until now, welcome to the homiletical overshare. I'm going to talk about myself for the next second or six. Last May, I suffered what is commonly known as a nervous breakdown. I'm told that this term is considered old-fashioned and inaccurate, but there it is nonetheless. It's all useful and junk. Let's call it a system crash. My OS collapsed and I could not be restored to the factory settings. Kaput. They call it anxiety and depression, boy, bipolar type 2. It's even hard to say. Biochemistry is tricky stuff. Sometimes it breaks. I spent three weeks and a little over in two different mental rehabilitation centers. One was a triage unit belonging to the county. I don't recommend it. It's a very dark place, but still, even there, there was light. During those days, I found myself writing down all I could to stay awake to the light, to hear a little music. One evening, the charge nurse offered me this bit of wisdom when I was bemoaning my situation. He said to me, your privilege cannot save you, my brother. This disease isn't about you. It's just a disease. Truth. It shines. In the midst of the noise of all manner of suffering, there was music. Later, once I had found my way into a rehabilitation center, I found music amidst the noise and cooking and baking for the other residents. I found it in conversations with people recovering from any number of mental ailments and addictions. Each person I discovered often their own kind of music, their own kind of light. One morning, very early, I was speaking to a woman who had arrived in the center a few days before I had. We were the early risers of the group, so we would have conversations around 5 a.m. A little pre-dawn grace is what we started to call it. She said to me, I know you want to get back to the way it was. I know you want to get back to work, but you can't. The most important thing right now is your health. The work will come. The opportunities will come. You need to get well. The rest will will happen. Have faith. Now, friends of God, this was a new tune for me. An unfamiliar tune. I've spent most of my adult life in school, striving for the next degree and the jobs that come with it. Two master's degrees by 30. What the hell was I thinking? I was so proud of myself, too. And the same was true for this PhD, which still haunts me. Look at me work and struggle and strive and publish and teach. And, and, and she was telling me, no, that that stuff had to wait. And it might not ever return like it was. Everything is different. The tune, I learned, had to change. It was one of the longest months of my life. 
Still, no matter how dark it became, there was light, there was music. There were people who offered kindness and support, solidarity and assurance that though everything may change, the light does not diminish. The tune may change, but music never goes away. I had to learn, simply put, that I am enough. Biochemistry and all, without the degrees, without the ordination of the church, without the achievement and skills, that I am enough before all that and not because of all that. God's presence is the announcement of enough. Enough. This is the new tune. Maybe you cannot hear it. Maybe you don't know it. Maybe you won't believe it. But I'm called to share it with you. You are enough as you are in the flesh like Christ, born. It's the simplest reason God came into the world in this way. God had come again and again, prophets and teachers, and they make themselves known even today. But on this morning, God reveals God's self in the flesh, the flesh of a babe born in Bethlehem. The flesh, this pudgy new flesh, bears a single message. Enough. You are enough. It is enough. Enough now. Breathe. Cry. Wail. Let your soul proclaim. Magnify. Sing. Let it out and let God in. Gloria. Hosanna. Alleluia. Enough. Like the Grinch, allow your heart to grow. Like Scrooge, change the way you walk in the world. Accept that dinner invitation from your annoying nephew. Take the day off. Cease the striving for salvation. Instead, rest in God. It is my belief that we hold on to too much. So much that's unnecessary. So muchly, much, 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 as Dr. Seuss might say, we strive and we reach, we bend ourselves over backwards, tie ourselves into knots, nurse our manifold addictions, all to find out what we already know. God's presence is always the announcement of enough. None of the muchliness of this world is enough. None of it is, not nearly enough, not enough to satisfy our longings, not enough to stave off the cravings, certainly not enough to save us. Our privilege cannot save us. This is why God comes. She comes as an infant child. She comes born of a woman, a child born into exile and poverty, into some very bad news. But God is born nonetheless. God is enough. This is my new tune.
I'm still learning to play it, but the music is starting to make sense to me. <laughs> 